The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. As I sit down to count my blessings this year, you're top of mind, dear listener. I am so grateful for your heart, your commitment to homeschooling, and your dedicated spirit to helping make this world a better place. I'm so grateful to you for joining me on social media, reading my newsletters, and listening to this podcast. You are the reason I do what I do, and My heart is overflowing with gratitude for you. Thanks for tuning in today for a conversation about gratitude. But first, I just want to share how much I love getting little notes of appreciation from listeners like you. Here's a sweet word from Elizabeth who says, listening to Jean is like Reading a really good book that only has the parts worth reading highlighted. (laughs) Oh my, that warms my heart. I'd love to hear from you if you feel so inclined. And you can rate and review the podcast by going to artofhomeschooling.com slash review the podcast. And thank you so much. Now, welcome to episode 59, the annual gratitude episode here on the Art of Homeschooling podcast. So let's start off with some raw honesty here. I used to think that intentionally focusing on gratitude was a little silly and even a waste of time. When I was frustrated or down in the dumps 
And that was all I could feel, that frustration. I wondered how in the world could it help to try to find something I'm grateful for? And when I was feeling grateful, well, I didn't need to think about it, right? But then my friend Jane gave me this little blank notebook to write down the things that I'm grateful for. Large and small, everything counts. She even wrote on the cover, signs of awe and wonder. And with this quote, the book came with this quote on the inside that she had written just inside the front cover. And it's from the author, Neil Donald Walsh. Here's the quote. The struggle ends when gratitude begins. So I gave it a go, simply writing down three things I was grateful for at the end of each day before drifting off to sleep. I'm so glad I was willing to give Jane's little notebook a try because I learned that no matter how I'm feeling, right, no matter what kind of a day I've had, I can still find things that I'm grateful for. And honestly, even on my worst days, I can find something that brings a smile to my face or helps me feel just a little bit more hopeful. Just like Melody Beatty writes in her book, The Language of Letting Go, she says, gratitude turns what we have into enough. Oh my gosh, you've heard me talk about enoughness before on this podcast. And I just think that is something we're all seeking, right? That some sense of things being enough, of us being enough, our lives being enough, our efforts being enough. So I just, I'm so moved by that quote, gratitude turns what we have into enough. Now, as as I was preparing for this episode, I suddenly got the urge to look up the definition of gratitude. This is something I really like to do because I am often delighted or surprised. Here is what I found. Gratitude, the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. Now, the first part of the definition, the quality of being thankful, that's what I expected to find, right? But the second part, I am really touched by the readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness, because really that's exactly been my experience. The more gratitude I feel, the more appreciation I feel, along with a desire to be kind, to return kindness to others. Oh, so, so helpful. So gratitude, a gratitude practice isn't just a silly thing like I thought long ago, right? And it's not at all uh, a waste of time. And I want to give you today just a few tips to help you in cultivating a gratitude practice for yourself, whatever that might look like. So here's some tips for you. Be thankful when you learn something new. Oh my gosh, we have opportunities for that all the time, don't we? Be thankful for 
when be thankful when you learn something new. Recognize that mistakes are opportunities for learning. I love this mantra that I have been uh, focusing on lately, which is uh, there is no failure, only feedback. (laughs) Oh, so many opportunities for that. All right. Have gratitude be a part of your family life right? Share it with each other at mealtimes. You might even start a fun gratitude tradition at your house. At mealtimes, it can be fun to, it's kind of like a little game or a ritual called rose thorn bud, which simply means you go around the table and each person has an opportunity to share a rose, something that they have loved or enjoyed in the week that has gone by or the day that has gone by a thorn, something that was not so great and a bud, something they're looking forward to either the next day or the next week, a really fun ritual to do. We would do this not every night at dinner, but weekly for a period of time, we did this in our family. It was just always so much fun to hear what the kids would come up with. Uh, Have gratitude for yourself for spending quality time with your children and family, right? You are doing, you are, you are being of service to your family. You might keep a gratitude journal and add to it every day, like I described. You could practice gratitude at the same time each day to make it a habit so that it becomes a habit. Like, uh, and, and when we want to create new habits, it can be a really good idea to stack them with or partner them with something you're already accustomed to doing. So maybe when you brush your teeth, you say one thing, think of one thing you're grateful for. You could bookend your days with gratitude. For me, it's a morning prayer when I first wake up and then writing down these three things in my gratitude journal before I go to bed. Remember what we call problems, some might call blessings. What we call problems, someone else might call a blessing. Motherhood can feel like a thankless job. I know that. But let's teach our children to be grateful. And a simple practice of thank you, saying thank you, can really go a long way. And then modeling that for our children. And the last tip is that thankfulness is not just for Thanksgiving, (laughs) for Thanksgiving week or the Thanksgiving month, right? Here in the United States, uh, it's November and a lot of conversation about gratitude is going around, but I like to try to frame a practice that you might do daily um, to help lift you up and bring you more uh, light and joy and hope and uh, all the warm, fuzzy feelings that you can bring into your life, invite into your life with a practice of gratitude. We hear a lot about abundance these days, having an abundance mindset. And honestly, the way to have this mindset of abundance, I think, is by practicing gratitude because practicing gratitude in a conscious way helps it grow, right? What we focus on grows. So here's my challenge to you. Take a moment right now to think about what you're grateful for. 
And just name three things, whatever comes to mind, right? Just just think of three things that in this moment, you could either write them down in a journal or just let them float into your mind. Three things that you're really grateful for in this particular day, at this particular moment, large and small, it really can be anything. And I'm going to do this with you. So let's just take a moment. What are we feeling grateful for right now? Okay. Have you answered the question? Here are my three things in this moment. I am grateful for vegan gluten-free pumpkin pie. Oh my goodness. I can't wait on Thursday. I love pie. I am grateful for gaining a new daughter-in-law. I'm so excited. My oldest, our oldest is engaged to be married and uh, we will be inviting a new young woman into our family. So exciting. And the third thing I'm grateful for is all the moms. And we have a few dads who are inside my inspired at home membership community. Oh, I just love having conversations with them, hearing about their homeschooling journeys and uh, helping them, giving, giving them encouragement and guidance along the way. And if you want more concrete ways to start a gratitude tradition in your home, check out last year's gratitude episode called Practicing Gratitude as a Family. In that episode, I shared three simple ways of practicing gratitude that include how to make a gratitude tree for Thanksgiving, really fun activity, uh, making a jar full of gratitude, and setting up a gratitude basket or a thank you basket. You can find the Practicing Gratitude episode at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode seven. Do you sometimes find it hard to be grateful? (laughs) Uh, You're not alone. I promise you, you're not alone. Uh, And practicing gratitude, I just want to underscore this. Practicing gratitude is not meant to wipe away our problems and struggles, right? Or to belittle them. It can't do that. Doesn't have the power to do that. But rather, instead, practicing gratitude can show us That no matter what our challenges and struggles are, we can still find things to be grateful for. It's both and. It's not either or, right? It's not that we're either uh, happy and all full of gratitude or sad and there's no gratitude to be found. That isn't how life works. It's not the human experience. It is both and. So as we wrap up, I wanted to share this inspiring quote from Rudolf Steiner, the founder of Waldorf Education. Steiner said, one can develop love in the best possible way through gratitude. So I really have seen that happen over and over again, that gratitude helps love grow. Oh, what a beautiful thing. So my question for you today is, what are you grateful for? I hope you have an opportunity to reflect on this and even write it down somewhere. And I hope that you are inspired to 
create, develop some kind of gratitude practice for yourself. If you can't think of anything or this doesn't come easily for you, here's what I want you to hear today. You are doing important work in this world and I so appreciate you. All you do to care for your children, to nurture those little humans and help them discover their gifts so that they can go out and share those gifts with the world and help make it a better place. Thank you for being the fearless leader you are. And thank you for being a part of my community here at Art of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. I'll leave you with one last quote from John Milton. He said, gratitude bestows reverence, allowing us to encounter everyday epiphanies, those transcendent moments of awe that change forever how we experience life and the world. Oh. You can find the show notes for this episode, along with some of the quotes, a printable with the quotes that I've shared today over at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 59. And thanks so much for listening in. I'll see you next week. Same time, same channel. Bye for now. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, Let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. Mm-hmm.